takes the how about I get my mic? How about that? There we go. He takes the scissors and stabs her in the hands. Urgh. Let's deal with it. That's what it is if they cause you to rewind. Peace, true tribe. Peace, peace, peace. If you're already a part of the tribe. If not, peace. I'm author, counselor, and coach Zara Harrison, helping you remember that love does not lie or expect you to live one so you can get free. Can y'all hear me? Maybe this is better. And stay free from toxic because love is wisdom and wisdom is so healing. We are not to be a fool for love. Think about the last person that hurt your feeling. Or think about the last person that lied on you. Think about the last person that betrayed you. Think about the last person that hurt you really bad. Think about the last person who wounded your soul. Think about the last person that triggered depression in you. Think about the last person that triggered anxiety in you. Think about the last person that provoked you to anger. Think about the last person that created strife in your life, tried to come in between you and another person, tried to come in between you and your marriage, tried to come in between you and your children, tried to come in between you and other family members, tried to come in between you and other coworkers. Think about that situation, that scenario. And I want to ask you, what did you do about it? What went through your mind? How did you handle it? Now, we all handle those types of situations in different ways. But I want to play a game with you today. If you struggle with scriptures like this one. And it reads, love your own soul and comfort your heart. Remove sorrow far from you, for sorrow has killed many, and there is no profit therein. There is no profit in killing your own soul and yourself in, through sorrow. See rock or Ecclesiasticus 30.23, and that's the Sefer version of the Bible. You may not have seen that scripture if you don't read the books of the Bible that were taken out. But over here, we stand on that scripture. So if you struggle with scriptures like that, if you struggle with removing sorrow far from you, if you struggle with figuring out what to do when I've listed those scenarios, 
and how to respond, we're going to play a game. And by the end of the game, my hope is that the next time something like that happens to you, you will ask yourself the question that the game would like to ask you. Before we get into that, as always, I just want to let you know that you can get instant notifications about lives just like this one you're watching when you look in the description to this video for my personal Telegram invitation link in the description. So go ahead and click in there so you can get notices. I created this because I heard that YouTube was not letting my own, my very own subscribers know when I go live. Also, before I forget, I like to thank a very special part of Truth Tribe, and that is Truth Tribe patrons who help me make free content, including videos, exercises, and resources, just like this live you're watching right now. I truly appreciate your support, patrons, and I'm sure those who benefit from your giving appreciate it too. If that is true, Truth Tribe, please give this video a like to show that you agree and share it because it can help someone else and give them an answer to a petition that they have. I think one of the best reasons for the game that we're about to play, which I don't take it as a game, but people treat you like you're playing a game um, when you don't consider the things that we're about to talk about. Um, and so that's why I labeled it that way, so that you can ask yourself that question when you're confronted with these kinds of things. So, a little boy takes scissors and stabs a little girl in the hand. But before he got to that point, he did a few other things in the beginning. And I want you to answer in the comment section as you listen to this video, which response this little boy should get. So this little boy is in the class and he goes up to a girl before he ends up stabbing her in the hand with the scissors and he mushes her in the face. Do we give him boundaries or bubble gum? Do we give him boundaries or bubble gum? The next time the little boy sees the girl, he got a problem with this little girl, he goes up to her and he shakes her and throws her down and pushes her on the floor. Does the teacher give him boundaries or bubblegum? Which one? Later on, eventually the boy is in the class. They're doing an art project. He takes the scissors and he picks it up because she won't listen to him and give him what he wants. So he takes the scissors and stabs her in the hand with them. Do we give him boundaries or bubblegum? Most of y'all, if y'all have any sense, said boundaries. Little boy need a boundary, right? Because you don't want to reward bad behavior. What happens when you reward bad behavior? The person usually gets worse, like this little boy got. Worse, he started off mushing her, throwing her, pushing her down to stabbing her in the hand, right? So usually when you reward bad behavior, you are progressing it, you're feeding it. And I don't understand why so many people have such a hard time with, um, you know, 
you know, saying they're believers, so they don't think that they should set a boundary with people. They think that's bad. Um, they're mushing them in the face emotionally. They're throwing them down emotionally. They're stabbing them in the heart emotionally. And you just reward them, reward that bad behavior because you're like, that's love. But even scripture talks about how out of Yah's love, he disciplines those that he loves. So that's a great example for us not to reward bad behavior. So let's take this out of the little elementary school, preschool, kindergarten, whatever classroom, and let's put this in adulthood. A person calls or labels you a name. Like you being mean or you being this, they label you something that you're not, or they call you a name out of, you know, being upset of something that you did that is not abusive, that is not harmful, but they just don't like it. Do you give them a boundary or do you give them bubblegum? Boundary is, okay, how am I going to respond so that this behavior is not rewarded so that it doesn't progress? Bubblegum is I'm going to reward their behavior and, and respond to it with sweetness so that um, now I'm thinking I'm doing something nice or sweet or loving, but really what I'm doing is rewarding bad behavior. Boundaries or bubblegum? I'm trying to help y'all out there who struggle with this Live out this scripture right here. Love your own soul. Comfort your heart. Remove sorrow far from you. For sorrow has killed many and there is no profit therein. I'm trying to help you live that out because it can kill you. I should have took a screenshot of this comment this um, woman left. Because uh, I ask questions on YouTube community tab often. And I ask you like, what do you, like, what is your response? What do you think this person meant? What are you like saying? And um, let me look at it. Hold on. I got to read y'all this. So the post on my YouTube community tab, and you can only see this if you're in the YouTube app. If you're on YouTube.com, you won't see it. But the question that I asked the other day was, this person said, even though people often try to, I don't think you can buy love, but you certainly can pay for it though. What do you think they meant? So I'll just take random questions, whether it's somebody I've talked to, whether I've heard somebody in passing in conversation, or whether I heard, um, I've heard, um, you know, people, when I'm working with somebody and they ask a certain question and I think, hmm, let me, you know, we'll work that out together in our sessions. But let me, I'm going to ask people that, not in current sessions, but in past ones. Um, and this person said, Reality's divine truth said, trying to obtain love, un this is what her response was to the question when I said, what do you think? And she said, hold on real quick, because I see something going on in the comments. Um, so Project Yaz Garden says, I'm waiting for these gems. And then said, peace, true tribe. I'm trying to get mine highlighted. Why isn't it highlighting? I don't know what that means. Oh, well, peace all the same. I don't know what that means. Um, but I do know that I'm having 
I, I'm having an issue right now. Like it says zero people are watching, but I know people are in the live. So I don't, something must be going on with the software or something like that. So I right, now don't be trying to get, don't be trying to take, take no offense up in here, up in here. Cause you don't get no attention. I hope that's not what this is about now. This is strife free zone. We'll do all that. If we don't highlight your name, it doesn't mean that we're ignoring you. It means sometimes it could be a problem. So we, we don't want no strife up in here. I'm just trying um, so that was the question. And then sometimes I'll ask people to, um, respond to what they think the person meant from their perspective. And from this person's perspective, reality's divine truth. They said, trying to obtain love unhealthy and unwisely can cost you. It can cost you your health, your sanity, your future, your real, and even loving relationships, even your life. We should move through life with a heart and hands open flow, allowing Yah to bring in and move out whom and when he sees fit. Staying connected to him from where love in its purest form comes from. So we are never in drought nor in error and thus chasing and paying for love. So I thought that was such an awesome response. Now, obviously, the question that I'm asking, true love, you don't really have to pay for it. You know what I'm saying? You won't pay for it in a sense of being hurt. That's not what love is. You know what I mean? But this person's response was just so awesome. And I think it aligns so much with this scripture here that is really the foundation for my channel. Like, this is the foundation for most of the content that I do. It will um, spring back to this very scripture right here. It will resort back. It will come back to the scripture right here. So when we think about these different things, I want you to ask yourself in your mind when people do something that hurts you or they hit something on that list that we opened with, boundaries or bubblegum. Do we give them boundaries or bubblegum? Bubblegum is rewarding bad behavior. Boundaries is responding to their behavior, behavior appropriately so that we can remove sorrow from us, right? So now let's go ahead and look at these um, scenarios in adulthood. A person calls you or labels you a name, you don't like it, you know, maybe they said you, uh, you're a procrastinator and you're like, well, dang, I was late one time and now you label, labeling me a procrastinator, like for, for all of life? Um, or maybe they say you're mean because you said something that they didn't like in a way they didn't like. And like, now I'm like totally mean or was what I said mean from your perspective, right? So people say these things and then we have this situation and in our mind, if you are believing a lie or living a lie, you might reward that bad behavior and respond in a bubblegum way as opposed to responding with a boundary. Like, hey, let's clear this up. So moving forward, I would like for you to be careful labeling me a procrastinator because I was late one time. I apologize. Forgive me for being late. In the future, this is what I'll do because repentance is changing. If I don't do it, you hold me accountable because repentance is changing and wanting to be held accountable. Um, but I would really appreciate it if you wouldn't call me names. That's a boundary right there. That's a ni nice little light conversation. And if the person is healthy, they should be like, you know what? Okay, cool. Thank you. I appreciate that. I'm sorry. Forgive me for calling you that name. I shouldn't have just threw that on your life like that. You know what I'm saying? People speak over us and they call us things and then they just like pronouncing something on us, right? So nice, nice and light. 
if the person ignores that, the next time it might be a situation where a person tells a lie on them and others in a group or family. So now the people in the group or the family hate this other person and it has ruined their reputation because see people that go unchecked, people that get bubblegum for bad behavior or rewarded in other words for bad behavior, as opposed to getting a boundary, they usually progress in their evil, wicked behaviors. Excuse me. And and when I say evil or wicked, y'all have to understand when you, when you look out what the definition of evil or wicked is, it is not, like I said, just this ax murdering bloodshed all over the place. Um, if y'all are trying to leave comments or something in the chat, please know that it's something going on with it. I don't know what is, I don't know what I'm on, but it's just funky. Um, but, uh, so yeah, when you reward bad behavior, they usually get worse. It's like you're reinforcing it by not leaving it unchecked and you can check it in different ways. It doesn't always have to be the same way. You don't have to get nasty. Um, but you do need to be firm. And sometimes you'll be more, have to be more firm than other times, depending on the severity of the behavior. Like we talked about with the little boy in the classroom, right? And when he stabbed the little girl in the hand with the scissors, that's a different response than when he mushed her in the face. And that's the same thing in our life. When people um, create emotional harm to us or spiritual harm or physical harm or mental harm or verbal harm in our lives, we need to respond appropriately to the degree of what they've done. We don't reward their bad behavior, boundaries or bubble gum. Okay. So this is what this person has escalated to. Uh, they labeled you something at first. You ain't say nothing. You was quiet. You could see yourself. You ain't want to get into a, you didn't want to have a problem. Right. Um, so you just didn't say nothing. Now this person is escalating. Now they done, you done found out they telling lies on you. They done told people um, uh, uh, that you did something you didn't do, or maybe they just created this thing about you. And now people connected to them hate you, can't stand you, like hate you and didn't even have the encounter with you. But through the word of the mouth, the person with the strife, the piece, people connected to that person, now they talking about you. They hate, they have such a strong hatred for you and don't even know you or what really happened from your side. But the person full of strife, and this is how you know this is somebody who doesn't belong to Yah, because a person who belongs to Yah doesn't create that kind of strife. They don't want other people to look at someone like that. So that's a key indicator that somebody worked for the enemy when uh, they are a conduit of funneling information into a person's heart to make this person hate another person over something that's not wicked. They've created this thing. That's a wicked person. So that's what this person has escalated to, creating this thing so people will hate this other person now. Boundaries or bubblegum. So I get it a lot on my channel where people are like, you gotta love, you gotta forgive. You gotta set boundaries with wicked people. You gotta set boundaries with people who have unhealthy behavior. You don't love them in the same way that you love a healthy person. Love and, and the responsiveness of love looks different according to the behavior. I am loving you when I hold you accountable. I am loving you when I set a tone of what is acceptable and what is not acceptable here. That's love. That's love. 
You'll hear from children whose parents never checked them or gave them boundaries or gave them a curfew or a time to come home or the fact that they had to have schedule or order. They felt unloved. Why? Because they didn't have boundaries. There was no order. They didn't check on them. They didn't make sure that there was a schedule and life was organized. Chaos, without order, there's such a chaos. And children who don't have that often associate that chaos with feeling unloved. So we are loving people when we establish order in our relationship and in our life. Boundaries or bubblegum. Start asking yourself that. When your child, your parent, your spouse, your coworkers, your family members, your friends do something and you feel it inside like, oh snap, I don't like that. You feel the sorrow creeping up. They hurt. I ain't like that. Boundaries or bubblegum here? Do I reward that behavior or do I need to set a boundary? And if so, what kind of boundary? Let me set an appropriate boundary according to the level of behavior that you have just demonstrated. When you mush the little girl, the teacher might make the boy sit in the timeout. But when you stab a little girl in the hand, you might have to transfer to a whole new school. You separated out of this school and this, this class, not just this classroom, but this school. We don't do that here. You, you find what boundary fits. But if you give it bubblegum, you're putting people in danger, including yourself and other people in danger. Because Yah wants repentance. He wants to bring people to repentance so that they, we can stop harming each other and hurting each other. That's what he's after. That's why repentance is so important to him so that we don't stay the same and we don't stay inside of our sin. Person telling the lies, creating strife, got a whole group of people hating this other person and the person gave him bubble gum. I'm going to love you. I say, it's okay. Let me give you a gift. Let me invite you over here. Let me give you a gift card. Let me give reward and the bad behavior. Cause that's what they think love is. So now this person done straight is bringing evil and wicked and temptation into their life. Now that's what they're doing. Now this person that they did it to is having depression, is having anxiety, is, um, Losing hope in Yah, because hope deferred makes the heart the heart sick. And now they're like, Yah, why won't you fix this? Yah, what are you doing? No, this is escalating because of what you are doing, what you are allowing. You have to work with Yah, not against him now. So when people are creating harm in your life, ask yourself, boundaries, or bubble gum? Am I reinforcing positive behavior or negative behavior with my response? Boundaries or bubble gum? That's a really easy way um, that I came up with to help you figure out people that struggle with this. Play the game, people playing games with you, the enemy's using them to play a game with you. And I have a video on this to see if you're going to stick to your boundaries or how you're going to respond. Or like the quote says, you teach people how to treat you. He's sitting over there chuckling at you, laughing. 
He's he's not playing. He's playing, but he's not playing. If y'all get me, when it comes to this stuff, wounding your soul, wanting to kill you emotionally or spiritually, or, or even sometimes people end up like this uh, person commented, losing your whole life, playing these emotional games with people out here. So play the game back in your head. Ask you, hmm, boundaries or bubble gum? I'm gonna give you boundaries. No more bubble gum for you. Because that would be rewarding bad behavior. And if I reward bad behavior, that is creating emotional distress to me. So I'm going to stop doing that. That should, you know, that, that should simplify it for you, right? So I hope that helps you um, be conscious of the way you're responding to negative, harmful, unhealthy toxic, destructive behavior. Stop loving them by letting them abuse you. That's not love. That's foolishness. In case you didn't know, stay right here in the scripture too. It says, the prudent sees danger and hides himself, but the simple go on and suffer for it. And that's Proverbs 27, 12. I know we're doing healing pain with Proverbs, and we're not at 27, 12, but that's such a Awesome, awesome scripture. Prudent doesn't suffer uh, foolishness. That's why I'm telling you when we say that, you know, wisdom is healing. We don't need, love is not like, love is not being a fool. Stop suffering in that way for love. Harmful, abusive behavior. There are times where, you know, people will do stuff and you, like we just said in the video the other day, Turn the cheek. Like, I'm going to let you get that. I ain't going to say nothing. You know, I'm going to pick my battles. I ain't got to say nothing about everything. But when you see a person has a pattern of behavior, you got to check that. Stop giving that thing bubble gum. Give that some boundaries. Okay? Because you don't want to reward the bad behavior and then create emotional distress or sorrow for yourself or for your life. Because when you do that, the word is true that this is what happens. Kills many kills kills relationships kills spiritual life kills physical life it kills so you got to handle it don't reward it boundaries or bubblegum i hope y'all got that sticking in your head and i hope that this helped real quick one of the things i want you to do before you leave this live later on today is this those thoughts are way too heavy to carry in your mind. Put it in a journal like this one. I made it so easy for you to do. You can release your true feelings, resolve negative defeatist thinking, and talk to the Most High in the section for daily petition. Congratulations on making your self-care a priority with this purchase of my Truth Tribe Daily Journal helping you maintain your self-care in three simple steps. And as a reminder, you don't have to buy my journal. You can go to the dollar store. I would prefer you, if it comes down to, oh, I can't journal because I can't get yours, I prefer you to go to the dollar store and get you a journal then. Go to the dollar store, it's, like a dollar to get you a journal and start journaling today. But if you can get mine, go ahead and get mine too. It's a three-step journal and really helps you. Also, as a reminder, the um, 
the uh i don't know what's going on with the comments y'all with the live chat something is wrong and i don't know i don't know what it is i don't know what's happening um but also i wanted to remind you that the secret key code for the month of november is i love you wisdom i love you wisdom and if you have this secret key code and you do the uh steps on the zaraharrison.com slash truth tribe giveaway for the month of November, you can win $75 in cash to your PayPal or to your cash app. So make sure that you know what the secret key code is. And for more information on that, watch this video. I'm giving away something every month. Yep, you can get a Truth Tribe journal, tea, notebook, stickers, cash, and more. Each month, you have a chance to win an item plus free shipping. Just listen to my lives for the secret key code, then enter your info at zaraharrison.com slash truth tribe giveaway. What will you win? All right, y'all, if you found this live helpful, please give it a thumbs up, please share it. And also look in the description for some information you may not know is there. And if you get my telegram notifications, then you'll know the next time that I'm going live. Until then, what y'all gonna do? Boundaries or bubblegum? Remember. They always told me love's supposed to suffer long. I looked it up in the lexicon. It said that suffering actually means the act of being patient. Have I been patient with you? And who is to decide when long is long enough? And what do I do when I feel I've had enough?